This episode of In the Word on the Go is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. The CSB strives to be both accurate and readable, with the goal of more people reading the Bible every day. I like it because whether you've grown up around the Bible or not, you can use it for deep study or for daily reading. To learn more, visit csbible.com. This is In the Word on the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word on the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today, I'm interviewing Melissa Kruger. Melissa is a wife and mom in addition to being a speaker and editor for the Gospel Coalition. She also works on staff at Uptown Church in women's ministry and is author of the book The Envy of Eve and Walking with God in the Season of Motherhood. Look for her new book coming out in March of 2019 called Five Things to Pray for Your Kids. This is through the Good Book Company. Melissa, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. Glad to have you here. So what verse do you have for us today? Um, A passage that has just meant a lot to me is the entire passage of Isaiah 55, but I'm going to share from the very first verse, um, which says, Come, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and he who has no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Yeah, what a great verse. So if you were to paraphrase it, putting it into your own words, how would you state that? What I love about this is that it's this great invitation. I mean, it's, you know, who who doesn't want to be invited to something? And then this is an invitation to just come and not bring anything. Hmm. Um, so it's this wonderful invitation to, you know, if you're thirsty, come. And you don't, don't worry about bringing money. Don't worry about, you know, bringing anything. Just come and have this refreshment without money and without price. You know, everyone's looking for a good deal out there. And this sounds like a great deal when you hear it. Yeah, especially when we consider who's speaking and what's being offered. So why don't you bring us into some of the context here? Like what's going on? Yes. Well, this passage, you know, is obviously it's in the book of Isaiah. And the reason I love it so much is actually what it foreshadows, which is when Christ comes and he actually claims to be the bread of life and the what the living waters that we come and drink from. And so that's going to happen in the book of John. And then it's going to be met again in Revelation, the very last chapter we're invited to come and drink. And so this is the first time it's going to occur in scripture, this grand invitation to come, those who are thirsty um, and, and find life. But but Jesus picks up on these themes. And then in Revelation, it also picks up on these themes. And so that's in the grander context of scripture that I love to look at this verse as as we study it. So what's the story with this passage in you, Melissa? Why did you pick this verse? Um, I think for me, this verse has resonated throughout my whole life. Um, I feel like 
I have experienced the kind invitation of the Lord to come. And it is the invitation not just once to come to faith, but the invitation to come to the Lord every day um, and experience life. He says later in the passage, um, hear that your soul may live. And I think there are so many things that invite us to come that never actually really satisfy our thirst. So if you look around the world today, you know, often you're seeing things that say, hey, I mean, just look at advertising. Hey, mm-hmm. you need this thing. It's going to give you life. It's going to give you abundance. Um from, you know, the latest cleaning product to the new <laughs> that you need to this food that will, you know, be amazing. We're invited to come in a lot of ways. And I think the other reality is that we are thirsty people. We, we are hungry for something and we don't really know what it is. But everybody else is trying to sell us something with cost is the reality. And it does come with cost. Whereas this invitation is given. And what I love about this invitation too, is it's to wine and milk. It's not even just to water. Water would sustain you, (laughs) but this to the best life. Mm -hmm. This is to the wine and the milk and the good stuff in life. And it says it's free. And so to me, it's, you know, it's obviously the invitation that is inviting us to the good news of the gospel, that we have a savior who is going to give us everything and he purchased it with his own blood. Um, so he gives us life and he gives us life to the full. And I, I think sometimes we can forget um, the great news of what we've been invited to. What a generous feast the Lord calls us to. I'm going to read it again. This is Isaiah 55 verse one. I'm reading from the Christian standard Bible. It says, come everyone who is thirsty, come to the water and you Without silver, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without silver and without cost. So why do you think it's so important that the Lord calls us to come and buy, but then ironically, we're supposed to buy without money and without cost? Why is it so important that he includes that in there? Yes. Well, this passage is actually, if I remember correctly, it it hearkens to a seller in the street who is calling out to people, you know, as you would come, come by, Hmm. come by and eat, you know, which is what they would do in the marketplace in Israel invite people in and so it's really hearkening that language and it's ironic right he's saying come buy but you're not really buying anything there's Hmm. no there's no cost so in some sense what we buy is what we invest our life in right Hmm. i mean when i give a price to something i'm saying this is worth the the thing i've worked hard to get which is our money or our you know our silver as it says but he's saying you know come spend your life on this and the reality is, in some ways, it will cost us everything because we're, we're, we're told to pick up our cross and follow him. But it's given to us freely and it will give us everything. And so I think it's just this wonderful picture of what the gospel is. Yes, it will involve our life. It's a choice of what to spend our life on. But it's, it's freely given and it is the only thing that will last. So while every other seller out there is giving us something, it's temporary. Um, and this one is an everlasting, he says later, it's an everlasting covenant that he made with David, you know, that we get to participate in that like no one else can. Yeah, like you said, every other seller out there other than God is saying this is free and yet there's a cost. That's right. And yet here with Jesus, he's saying Yes, there's a cost and I paid it. And now for you, it's free. That's right. 
We want to walk up to the seller and pull out change and say, here, let me pay, let me serve, let me do for you. But Christianity says that it's already been done for us. Yes, that's right. I was actually having that conversation with my daughters. They were saying basically someone was getting something because someone had talked to someone else about it, if that makes sense. Yeah, there was not, there was an in mm-hmm. and they were they were kind of like, I'm really uncomfortable with that. I want to know I made it by my own works. And, right. and it's true. We're really uncomfortable with making the sports team because we had an in with the coach or something like that. We want to know we made it ourselves. And the problem, this is a sports team we could never make. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's a chasm that could never be crossed between us and God. Mm-hmm. And so we get to be put on the team based on the merits of someone else speaking up for us, um, so to speak. And that's uncomfortable. You know, we want it, we want to make things on our on our own righteousness, our own goodness, our own abilities. And we just are unable in this case. <laughs> we would never be picked. Just like I'll never be picked for, you know, the women's World Cup soccer team. Uh, <laughs> I need someone to intercede and bring me there. Christ has to place us in his family by his merits alone. Mm, that's right. So what question would be good for uh, an individual to think about or a family to discuss about this verse when the podcast is over? Um, I think that one that you just asked is actually a great one. Why is it so uncomfortable for us to just take something freely for someone from someone? Hmm. Um, I think that that is something that we all can discuss. It's hard for me even to go to a friend's house for dinner and not say, hey, what can I bring? Um, right. so I, I think it's a great question to say, why is it uncomfortable to just receive? Those are great questions. I know many families will find them very helpful in discussion together. Melissa, thank you for being on the podcast. Would you close our time praying this verse for our listeners? I'd be glad to. Father, we are so thankful that you invite us to come. And Lord, we pray that we would do so, that we would take our thirst in life to you, um, that we would come without money and without cost, and that we would find in you the life that is truly full and truly rich and truly satisfies. And Lord, we pray even the end of this passage that we would go out from our coming in joy and be led forth in peace so that our life would continually reflect coming to you and going out in joy to share you with others. We pray all this in your name. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. This episode is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. For more information about this podcast, or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.